Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hello, welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. If you need to get a hold of me, I'm my office number is 724-863-5420. But I won't be there for the next half hour because I'm here with you, and that number is 412-825-6262. So it's a pleasure to be with you here today. It was, you know, beginning of the year, and it's hit me now um, that this is my 30th anniversary of where did the time go of um, having the office there in North Huntington. It has been a thrill, a delight. It's been awe-inspiring to see folks step up, take want to take control of their health and their destiny, um, lose a ton of weight, make great changes, uh, and I, I hope, uh, with God's blessing, that I get to do it for very much longer. So again, thank you for being here. And because it is the beginning of the year, I'd like to discuss with you creating a strong and resilient you. So the human body is designed to be resilient, strong, and able to achieve, honestly, incredible feats, incredible things. If you just think of the healing power, just it's incredible. However, that's only the case when all systems of the body are operating at optimum level. And you might not feel that way. Your energy might be low. You're struggling to get out of bed. You're scared and frustrated just from the situation we find ourselves in. What can you do when you're out of control but want to feel better? Maybe it's the weight. You're just frustrated. You've been trying to lose the same 10 pounds for the last 10 years. So you're frustrated and unsure what to do, but you know you have to do something. And so that's what I want to start to talk about today. But what I'm finding is the number one thing is not something I can do for you. It's what I need you to do for yourself. And that is to connect to your why. W-H-Y. What is your why? What is your reason Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want more energy? Why do you want it? So it's interesting that over the holidays, one of my clients, her goal was to lose 25 pounds. She lost 27 pounds. But she's emailing me, I need support. I need support. Uh, You know, the food is good. The family's around. Uh, I I want to do this and do that. And what had happened in that moment, 
is she lost her why. Her why got pushed to the bottom, and the mashed potatoes and the appetizers and the drinks with family and friends, that took the forefront. And yet the why, her why of she felt lousy, she gained weight, she was afraid of having a heart attack, she wasn't a good representative to her kids, and yet she was preaching to them about being healthy and what they ate, but she couldn't do it herself. That was her why. She wanted to see grandchildren. She doesn't want to be a burden on her kids. But along came the holidays, and it shifted. It subplanted her why because she wanted that food. She wanted to supposedly have fun. And so my response to her was, you have succeeded. She lost 27 pounds. You have succeeded where millions Millions of people haven't been able to do it. Why do you think now all of a sudden you can revert back to past behaviors? And I reconnected her to her why. Healthy family, wanting to see grandkids, wanting to be healthy, wanting to live longer, wanting to be independent. So, as much as I know I can help, the first thing we need to do is find out what your why is. Because when there's temptation, and maybe even now, I don't know what to do, I'm not sure what to do, I want to do something, what's your why? You can't do it for somebody else. You have to do it for you, and you have to stay connected to that. Because... It will be challenging at times. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So if you're like most people, you have more than just, you know, oh, I want to have a better checkup when I go to the doc. I don't want to have to listen to, you know, him. I don't want to have to listen to him tell me I need to lose weight. Maybe you're avoiding, like, the mirror. You're avoiding going out and buying new clothes. Because you don't, you don't expect to necessarily like what you see or the feeling when you're trying to get the jeans or the slacks up around your hips and thighs. Perhaps you just don't have the energy to keep up with your kids, your grandkids, or even your pets. Whatever triggered your decision want to get healthy, to burn the pounds, you have to stay connected to your why. And it's essential because, like I said, even when somebody loses more weight than they wanted, that foundation can start to be shaky at times and the old behaviors want to call the person back in. We will self-sabotage. We will. I want you to stay motivated and to pursue 
the health goal that you desire. You know, I just saw uh, an old friend, and it was it was completely unexpected. I was at the at the grocery store, and I bumped into somebody from high school, and they did a double take, and I did a double take, and they said, "Oh my gosh, you look fantastic!" And I always take that; that just makes you feel good, doesn't it? And yet, I saw myself now through someone else's eyes, and she said to me. You weigh less now than you did in high school. And it hit me, that's that's true. So I made it a mission, right? I made it my life's mission to get healthier and stay healthier. And so now at 58 years old, I actually weigh less than I did in high school. So how many folks can say that? What is your goal? Because it is attainable. And getting into shape and reclaiming your wellness is more than just squeezing into smaller jeans, making it a smaller size. Once you've found your why for living a healthier life, that's when you're going to take that time to internalize it. And I like to have folks write down what what are the reasons. There's some that are obvious and there's some that are not so obvious. And so for a lot of folks starting out, some changes that we're making, they need that boost. So they have it written down and then they get to look at it and come back to it. And there's no reason you can't do that for yourself. Ask yourself, how will my life be different on a daily basis, on a yearly basis, on a long-term basis? If I get my health back, if I lose this weight, if my thyroid worked right, how much more will I accomplish? How much money will I save on doctor's visits and medications? What can my family and I do with that money? How much better will I feel physically and emotionally? What lessons will my grandchildren or the kids around me learn from me by seeing me take responsibility for my health. One huge benefit of creating a healthier body to live in is that you'll reduce your chances of developing metabolic syndrome. And that's a cluster of risk factors that over half of Americans over the age of 40 have been diagnosed with. It's not a disease. Metabolic syndrome is not a disease. But it's a group of risk factors. And they increase your risk of several other more serious and harder to reverse 
diseases. Frequently when someone comes to me, and we're going to go over some labs or we're talking, is there hope? That's the question. Is there hope? Can you help me? So we want to start a program. We want to look at changing behaviors and helping someone while it is risk factors. Once we get into actual disease processes, can we do it? A lot of times we can, but it makes it a lot harder. So the five risk factors that are looked at. If I'm looking at somebody and I'm thinking, oh, do they have metabolic syndrome? There's five risk factors. Only three of them. A person only has to have three of them to get the diagnosis. One is high blood pressure. So again, mark this down if you're listening. I'm going to read them off. Do you have high blood pressure? Play check. That's one risk factor. High fasting triglycerides. So on your blood work, when you get your cholesterol check, there's usually total triglycerides on there. If that's elevated, you get another check. Triglycerides are actually, they're the end product of when we digest uh, and break down fats in our food. Low HDL. That's the high-density lipoprotein, known mostly as the good cholesterol. If that's low, and yours is low, that's another check. High-fasting blood sugar, glucose level. To me, that's over 99. That's another check. And if you have abdominal obesity, those are the five risk factors. You only need three to be diagnosed with metabolic syndrome. And once you do, your risk of other things becomes much, much greater. Much, much greater. So, I also want to point out, though, right now, that having any of those conditions impacts your immune system. And it impacts it in a way that it can't respond appropriately to viruses and other dangers that you're going to encounter. There's a reason with what the world's been dealing with now. There's a reason they came out with the risk factors. And those risk factors are what I just said. They are risk factors actually for metabolic syndrome. But guess what? They're also risk factors for your immune system. So what are the consequences? Say you sat there and you, oh boy, I... I got four out of the five checked. What's going on? What's the consequences? What, what should I do? The complications of doing nothing. 
they're going to be serious and long-term. People with metabolic syndrome have a risk of heart attack and stroke that's double folks that don't have it. So somebody's sitting there, maybe somebody right beside you. They put down the checks. They had two checks. You have four checks out of the five things I just listed. You have double the risk of that person of heart attack or stroke. It increases the risk of diabetes by five times. You're five times greater the risk of becoming diabetic. And diabetics have greater damage to their eyes, nerve damage, kidney disease. But alone, they don't heal. They don't heal well. So an injury to a toe can be catastrophic. This leads to other things that develop, hardening of the arteries, kidney disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver, cardiovascular disease. So when your body is operating under less than ideal conditions, it doesn't have enough fight in it to adequately protect you from the outside world. Obesity. Out of those five things that we talked about, high blood pressure, high triglycerides, low HDL, high blood sugar. Again, that has to be fasting. Cholesterol. Cholesterol and blood sugar are really, truly the two that have to be done fasting. If you're going to get your thyroid checked, but they're not checking the others, you don't have to do it fasting. If you're getting your blood sugar checked and you're getting cholesterol checked, it has to be done fasting. So the obesity, the fifth one, the abdominal obesity, carrying that weight, visceral fat, that's the one we can see, right? Out of those five, we, we can't, we can't see the other ones. We can't see high blood pressure. We can't see what the triglycerides or HDL, total cholesterol. We can't see those. So if you're walking around with just carrying extra weight around your abdomen, you already have one risk factor. So it becomes the most obvious. And that weight is what drives folks to want to lose weight, but they still have these other risk factors typically going on that cause the weight in the first place. So risk factors tend to be clusters of things. That's why folks trying to lose weight, they're just trying to control the amount of calories they're going to eat it doesn't work because of the, the, there's a cluster of things going on. And when we have visceral fat, the visceral fat is actually, it's around the abdomen, but it is inside, inside the ribs. It's around the organs. It's causing insulin resistance. 
In fact, the fat tissue in obese people is itself insulin resistant. And because of that, they're getting further metabolic problems and more inflammation. And that excess inflammation is actually what's weakening the body's immune response. Anytime we see inflammation, we see an immune response. Anytime. You'll hear ads all the time now for a supplement that's going to help joints. Guess what's wrecking the joints? Inflammation. That same inflammation, even though it's wrecking the joint, is also weakening the immune system. So I want you to know a little bit about insulin. Insulin is a hormone and it's made by your pancreas. What it does is it helps the sugar, the food we eat, it's digested and becomes energy, blood sugar. Insulin helps that sugar get into cells. But what happens in folks with insulin resistance is the cells aren't responding normally to the insulin. And the blood sugar, the glucose, the energy from the food can't get into the cells. And when this happens, it doesn't matter whether it's good food or junky food. If the person has insulin resistance, they're gonna they could be trying to eat the best diet, but they can't get the energy that they are eating into the cells. So what happens then as a result, the blood sugar levels they start to rise. And the body is still churning out more and more insulin because more and more sugar is in there, right? More and more blood sugar, more and more energy. And the body's mechanism is, oh, we want to put the energy in the cells. So as the blood sugar goes higher, the pancreas keeps producing more and more insulin, hoping it'll grab the glucose and put it in the cells. And yet, the pancreas is just getting worn out. It's working overtime. And long term, it gets to the point where it can't even produce enough insulin to get all that blood sugar into the cells. And research has shown us that the immune cells that help keep us safe, that safeguard the immune system, are actually regulated by these metabolic signals that they're getting from insulin. So someone with insulin resistance has already proven that their immune system is weakened. So if insulin isn't healthy, and a lot of it's it's sort of a fallacy. We only really think about and hear about insulin in reference to folks who are diabetic. But it's just not true. 
insulin resistance is affecting your immune system. And chances are you're walking around with it if you have that abdominal visceral obesity. So we also have to look at excuses, right? Why don't people make changes? Why don't people live their ideal lifestyle? I don't have job. I don't have time. I spend too much time at work. I can't afford it. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. So excuses are common, but they really aren't the real barriers that are in the way of you being healthy and resilient and strong. In reality, the excuses, your excuses are only based around habits that you're afraid to break because you feel more comfortable where you are. So identifying the barriers can be difficult because they're deeply rooted. That's that self-sabotage we've talked about. Feelings of self-worth or lack of self-love or poor mental health, anxiety can all play a role in stopping you from moving forward with your health goals. So it is important to address these emotions so you can get on that wellness journey. To all the excuses I listed, they're hurdles. Yes, for sure they are in creating a healthier lifestyle. But they're not barriers that are definitive. You are the one responsible for making the decisions. You have a choice, and that connects us back to your why. Why is it important for you to make the changes? So we're almost out of time here. But I want to let you know that this is complex. There's a lot to it. And these topics and many others are going to be discussed at a virtual summit I'm hosting in just a couple weeks. The summit's free. It's virtual, so you're safe, right? You don't have to go anywhere. You don't even have to wear a mask. But space is limited. I've invited 12 other experts. I've got nutritional docs. I've got wellness experts. I've got folks to help us with the self-sabotage, to get our mind right so we can start on a path and stay motivated. I've got farm-to-table experts. These folks, these experts, they're going to share tips. They're going to share their knowledge. They're taking their time to talk with us to help you lose weight and regain your health and still feel like you're having a tasty, delicious selection of food while doing it. So register now at weightlossrebootsummit.com. 
You can go to the Norm Wellness Center, normwellness.com, register there, or my Facebook page. But weightlossrebootsummit.com. Hope to see you there. Thanks for your time, folks. Love it. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.